Good morning, good evening, wherever you are across the nation and around the globe. I am your hostess with the mostest to bring you all the information, Kelly Robertson. And this is Beacon News Podcast, where we turn dark to light and are the beacon to guide you through the storm. Now, this is part two of the episode of Thoughts. And do you control your thoughts or do you allow others to control your thoughts? So we talked about thoughts a little while ago, and we're going to talk about that some more. We've also touched on Project Looking Glass and the psychic gifted children being used in particular projects. And we touched a little bit on temporal warfare, which is where we are going to pick up now. Um, I'm going to share a few more video clips with you. So bear with me here. We're going to begin with um, the Earth Files on YouTube video. Uh, Linda Moulton Howe, if any of you are familiar with her. And if you're not, go check out her YouTube channel and her website, earthfiles.com. She's, she has a plethora of information. She's great. But so, I, I just want you to pay attention here real quick. And then we're not going to listen to her whole video. It's an hour long. But there are some important points here that I want you to hear her speak of because she has um, insider information from people within the projects and the government and the military complex. So here we go. Fluted these spots were space tunnels, as the Ebens described, shortcuts from one point of space to another. Again, this is Alcubierre warp drive physics and also relates to time manipulation. According to the Ebens, the tronoloids use a different form of propulsion, something like matter versus antimatter. A great deal of energy is released, but we don't have the capability to do that. Close quote. Back in September of 2021, about nine months ago, my source stressed, quote, temporal technology exists and is used almost exclusively by the trontoloid insect species. Temporal technology is used in almost every human abduction. Artificial intelligence, biological clone grays are being manufactured and used by the trontoloid insect species. Temporal technology is dangerous due to the fact that it can disrupt an entire planet a large region of space or an individual in prominent government positions. It can be used for good and or bad. Temporal technology is the same used to mix different timelines and cause many time-related problems, especially concerning Earth in both future and current timelines. Temporal technology was discovered during research of quantum tunneling technology. Temporal tunneling is used between the operational bases on Mars and Los Alamos National Laboratory to facilitate material transfer, but not human transfer, 
close quote. Understanding all of this and allegedly warning U.S. President Dwight David Eisenhower were the biological tall and ancient gray beings that showed up in the World War II 1940s, supported by various kinds of artificial intelligence robots. Earthfiles viewer Bonnie Z emailed me after last week some photos of an Eisenhower dollar Blue Ike minted only in 1971 to 1974. On one side is World War II hero and U.S. president from 1950. Okay, we don't really need to go into that part of it. Um, but I need you to understand that when we speak about the temporal warfare, when we speak about timelines being manipulated, timelines shifting, um, even the Mandela effect, deja vu, all of these things could be at play here as a direct result or a byproduct of temporal warfare. Um, there is a lot going on. There is a lot going on all around us right now and it's a lot to wrap your mind around and so i'm trying to give you food for knowledge food for thought in which you can take from this and say okay there is a reason there is a need for me to learn who i am to learn what it is that i can do to make a difference because each one of us can sit right in our easy chair right in our office chair behind our computer desk and we can make a change an effective change a conscious aware wise change okay so i want you to keep that in mind also, at the beginning of this particular video, and I will share all of the links for these videos um, in the description so that you can go and watch them uh, in their entirety if you wish. But at the beginning of Linda's video, she begins with talking about how Eisenhower was informed that E.T. really did create us, uh, much like Stitchin and others have claimed in the past. So these are government officials that are whistleblowers who claim to know this for a fact. What are the implications of that? What is the domino effect of that? And as she just said in her video, we, we now know that this temporal uh, technology can be used for good or bad, right? And of course, I mentioned also in the first video that um, our favorite letter of the alphabet is back and speaking again. And so this brings us back around to how the temporal technologies can be good, used for good and how all of these star seeds that are here now 
that have incarnated for this time are also here for good or are, you know, good sleeper cells, if you will, that need to wake up. It's time to wake up from your slumber. And so I'm trying to show you the evidence of all the reasons why you need to wake up and do your necessary due, due diligence, your part in um, all of what we're doing here. Because a lot of big things happened yesterday, <clears throat> excuse me, that we're going to get to here in just a little bit. Um, but first, I want you to think about what is the dominant effect? What are the implications? If, in fact, ET did create us, what does that mean exactly? Does that create um, an ultimate fallout and, and anger and confusion and chaos among the masses because religion would then be proven to all be a lie? Well, it could. Or... You could come to the understanding that you already knew that pretty much everything you had been taught and told was a lie. And that just because some ET race is who created us doesn't negate the fact that there's still a God, that there's still a um, omnipresent creator of, of the whole right of the whole mechanism so keep that in mind as we go through this okay because some of these truths are going to be difficult truths for some all right so do some of these races hope to replace us with hybrids by 2030 these creator races you bet your bottom dollar they do that's the reason that people like us are here right now, trying to wake you up to your fullest potential uh, to prevent that and other things from being able to happen. You know, we want the good guys to win. We want God to win, not the uh, nefarious creators of hybridizations. So um, she touched on a few different um, species who are involved in the creator, involved as creator races, the Trapaloids being one, uh, Mantis being another, who, by the way, lived to be about 10 billion years old um, because they understand how to manipulate their own DNA and generate their cell renewal on a constant basis, which we also can do if you just learn how, you know, just believe that you are that powerful because you are, um, we're, we're, uh, on the way to being just like the mantis in that sense of, of knowing our abilities and using them. <clears throat> and this goes back to scalar waves and telemore telomeres and Tesla technology that you know, all of these technologies that are coming out right now are great. They're absolutely great. And they're going to help so many people that don't know how to help themselves. My mission is to beg the attention of the ones that could and can and should and hopefully will 
understand their true power and step into that wisdom, that knowledge, um, so that we can have both, right? We can have the ones that have the ability on their own. And for those that are um, not able to meet that criteria, they have the technologies that are coming out that they can use to heal themselves to get to the point where they're strong enough to learn who they are to continue the maintenance of that without the need of the technology but it's a good balance but it's it's back to that logical mind and intuitive mind kind of a thing right the technologies that we create come from the logical mind the technologies that are within us that we are um we, that are untapped are the intuitive so again it goes back to that balance you know let the logical let the technologies complement the intuitive uh, natural creator beings that we are rather than hinder us from learning how to do that um, and yes some of these some of these races of species the little greys the reptilians the vampires would seek to manipulate our DNA and our thoughts our minds in the hopes of their own nefarious agendas which is what people like me are trying to um, prevent right and people like you hope are going to be prevented right so we need to work together um since and i want to i want to ponder on this for a moment too with time and time travel since et can manipulate time to abduct us isn't it also then very possible that they could keep us for 20 years, completely manipulate that time, and bring us back without us ever even knowing we were gone, such as 20-year lengths of time, right? Like the 20 and back program, Corey Good, and um, several that Emmett Smith speaks to in interviews have spoke of, uh, William Tompkins, who was a really great elderly gentleman who helped build the first um, reverse engineered UFOs for the United States military back during World War II has uh, testified and told his firsthand accounts of knowing about us traveling to Mars and the moon and several different places and Pleiadians being here working with us um, look just like any other human here um, so unbeknownst to most that they were actually aliens and that um, the technologies and information they provided allowed them to understand better and then form their own groups like Solar Warden and their own, um, what's it called? Servo, Servo, something like that, I forget what it was. It was a 15 year program where we would send some of our military um, off world for up to 15 years. I think it's called Servo. I'll look it up and find out for you for sure. Um, can't remember right off the top of my head. But the, the 20 and back program, things like that are very um, likely possible and real with this ability to manipulate time. <clears throat> and if they can manipulate time in this way on this level, to such a grand scale that we could be gone 20 years, but be brought back into our little kid life, you know, 
20 years later, like we never missed a beat, pick up right where we left off, then could that explain people having off-world memories and past life memories even? Maybe some of your past life memories aren't really from a past life uh, in, a, in another um, body, so to speak. I mean, you would have been in another body, but this body's still here. This body didn't die in order for you to move on to the next life kind of a thing where you have multiple lives in inside of one life. And again, I would say to you that it might be trippy to think about, but yeah, I mean, that's what I tell you about myself, that I volunteered to come here from Taigetta. I left my body behind. I didn't die to get here. I was born to get here, but I didn't die to be born. You see? So if we could do that on Taigetta to get people here for the Great Awakening, why couldn't other people be doing similar things like moving Tesla in and out of timelines or our beloved president or, I don't know, Julian Assange, whoever, right? Why couldn't we have done those things? And why wouldn't that be the catalyst for why we have the Mandela effect or deja vu where we feel like we've done it or we've seen it before we've been there before right why wouldn't it account for those things why wouldn't it also account for these timeline wars that everyone is talking about now like with Project Looking Glass and so on and you know who really can stop the Great Awakening or not and all of that which we're also going to get into with another video clip in just a moment so we do have um, methods of tangible time travel where we move into the future, future and into the past within our uh, military industries. And then I think there's something else here in her video I wanted to have you see real quick. So bear with me, let me zip through this and try to find it. I just wanna help back up what I'm saying here to give you a reason to believe me. Okay, so this particular clip really is talking about um, how they can control our mind, our thoughts, and how that actually controls manifesting the outcomes of things. So again, this goes back to earlier when I was speaking in the other video about, you know, if you buy into the propaganda, if you buy into the fear and the worry of, you know, the recession and the economic collapse and the gas prices going up and, uh, you know, the earth's going to have a cataclysm because it's written in the Bible. 
Like if you focus on those things, then that's exactly what we create. And that's what they're banking on. I mean, that's what they're hoping for. They're hoping that instead of being full of hope and positivity and looking at a better way, a better outcome, that you'll fall for the fear and the propaganda and um, automatically by default, then you create the outcome they desire, which is for uh, destruction on all levels to happen so that they have a reason to swoop in and take things from us. Let's, let's just uh, think about this economic collapse for a moment, if you will. You know, on the one hand, if we all just focus on the fear of that, we have an economic collapse and then some government program has to come along to offer us um, peace and refuge, if you will, then they could wipe all debt clean. You know, nobody has any debt. Nobody's got any more bills to pay or whatever. Um, you're debt free from all of it. And here's a monthly allowance. Oh, but by the way, um, you no longer own your property. You no longer own your car. You no longer own your business. We do because we have to take it for collateral, right? You no longer own your farms because the government does because they are the ones that are paying to get us out of this hole of a recession or worse. So if you look at it from that perspective and you just, you know, accept that this is what it is, it's just a recession, a recession and it's just going to happen because of this, that, and the other, and then you give up your free will and your choice in the whole matter. Whereas if you focus more on like a happier note of Nasara, and again, with Nasara even, be mindful of your thoughts. Yes, debt forgiveness could happen. Yes, everybody could go back to a great kind of bartering system and gold back money and blah, blah, blah. But if you're not careful in those thoughts for the details, the devil could be in those details. And this could be that socialist trap once again, because they're looking for every kind of cognitive distance to throw your way so that you stay confused enough to the point that you don't know how to create properly. So I need you to think for yourself and I need you to think clearly. I need you to have focused thoughts of manifestation and creation, focused thoughts of what the outcomes will be for any scenario, whether it's on a worldwide scale, a countrywide scale, a countywide scale, right? Focused energy, clear, focused energy. Use your intuitive mind to help steer you and let your logical mind complement that with all of the information that it files away so dutifully like the best secretary you've ever had. Use them to benefit with one another <clears throat> in order to prevent them from winning because, and not that I fear they're winning at all. It's not about that. It's about you learning your power because nothing can stop what's coming. However, it could turn out so much better if you know how to control the outcome and manipulate it. And I think we're pretty much done with her video. So I go to this great video <clears throat> and I want you to listen to a few minutes of this. This is from Inspired on YouTube. I love these guys. They're amazing. Him and his wife. 
and he's talking with uh, is it Jean or Jean? I don't know. How he's from Europe or somewhere, uh, England or Europe, somewhere like that. Anyway, I'll just play the clip and let you listen. They're giving away their game. They're telling us what they're doing on their side. And they're telling us these people are planning diabolical things, you know? And uh, they are, you know, they're probably testing to see the people who read these, this message, are they gonna go into panic mode and become even more helpless because the worst thing you can do is react from a place of panic. The only time you're ever gonna make a rational, intelligent decision about how to move forward is if you're calm and you're relaxed and you're drawing upon greater faculties. And um, so, you know, we have to be willing to accept that this is them trying to do the scare tactic um, just to see, you know, if they can, if they can scare us. But the good thing is we're at one level above it already. You know, we're looking, we're like the, the first time somebody realizes that they've realized that there's a observer to the voice in their head that they're no longer just reacting the little voice that's managing everything in your ego and your life. The, the day that you make the realization that you're actually observing that voice, you've broken free of that cage of that restrained ideology that's being practiced by that voice. And so you are risen to another level. And so we're, what we're doing is we're by analyzing these videos, we're rising to the next level and we're saying, okay, if they're tr if they're real and they want to help us thank god somebody's out there you know kind of pushing the gas pedal for us to talk about it on a large scale if they're a psyop well sorry we're on to the game we're talking about it on other levels already we're looking at this as okay the guardians are out there they real they've been manifested in this you know cultural field around us in 2022 they are a thing we can't pretend they're not there it's like putting our head in the sand it's so it's useless to try and pretend that they don't exist. Um, so let's make the best use of what they're saying. And so there's just one last thing that they have. Let's look at that still, and then we're done with that text. They're planning the most elaborate staged lies, gaslighting and manipulative ever conceived of. And it is so layered, so well planned. We've been shown evidence that the most strong, most faithful, most truth-centered will even fall for it. This is why we must share what this plan is before they go through with it email us basically okay there you have it they just said the same thing essentially that i was just saying it's like they're you know the only way that we can get beyond this is to discuss it and now we're ready so we're ready for whatever is coming at us there might be something really really diabolical that we haven't even conceived of yet who knows what these people are planning behind closed doors? They they do this in their think tanks. They've been working on these things for years. I think <laughs> that's all they that's all they think about. They are diabolical in nature, so their thought processes aren't really accessible to us because they're on such a low vibrational level. Um, so at times, and this is another challenge is for you, Frank, for me, and so yes, they are always thinking of ways to manipulate us always. So here's another few good examples from the same video. I heard Alex Jones, you were mentioning screaming for like the last 20 years at the top of his lungs, literally, that it's the end game and, you know, it's an info war and it really is an info war, you know? So, you know, 
what we're looking at here, like we're looking at this kind of stuff coming, right? We've now heard that Google basically suspended an employee because he got a lawyer together with their artificial intelligence, you know? I mean, yeah. they have this thing called Lambda, which is like an artificial intelligence. And they've put this lawyer in touch and they're having conversations. Okay, this is putting it at another level altogether, right? Now, the reason that I wanted to include this part into my show was because some particular events happened yesterday, exciting events, lots of exciting events. And I was so excited about it that I reached out to some of my um, acquaintances and friends and contacts and shared this bit of information with them. Now, what happened in turn to me? Immediately, my phone would echo back at me when I would speak to someone on the phone. Um, I couldn't log into Facebook. It said I was logged out and there was a technical issue with getting back in. There was all kinds of trippy things that were going on with, you know, the Google with the G, right? Messing with my things. Because this AI is sentient guys you need to think about that this is real laura eisenhower talks about this all the time this ai is sentient what does that mean what are the implications for that you need to step up your game everybody and take back your power take back your control do you know how to do that yet? Do you really know how to do that yet? Because I can help you do that. And all you have to do is come and ask. And I will tell you all of it. I can't put it on YouTube videos. They won't allow it to be uploaded. I've tried. You have to come to my website. Get this information. I'm over the target with this, guys. That's why they won't let me post it. Think about that. Think about how real this is. So ET manipulates us. AI is part of that nefarious plan and game to manipulate us. Changing timelines, changing what we can and cannot remember. This is problematic. If you don't do your work, it could be very problematic. Speaking of time manipulation real quick, did you know that we are capable of doing the very same thing? That's right. We can manipulate time. No, we don't need a machine to do it. We don't need time travel technology to make this happen. Not the material kind anyway, because you have it built in to your programming, to your system that you call a body. You have it already within you. When we are able to do superhuman things that they tell about in stories, where we overcome obstacles and get into this specific state of mind in an emergency situation. 
we can, you know, be an old man and lift a tractor off of our grandson. We can be an old woman that lifts a deep freezer and moves it to save a child that fell behind it. We can go through great big boulders that are in the middle of the interstate that our car is about to hit. I know because I've done it. And I didn't know how I did it at the time, but I knew I did it because it was, it was down to me and my little orange pinto running right into the great big boulder or swerving to the right and hitting the semi that was right next to me or swerving to the left and hitting the guardrail. Any way I looked at it, it was not going to be a good outcome. Did I give up my free will and just decide I was going to have a wreck that day? No. I decided to tell myself that I am going to go straight through this boulder as if it does not exist. And that's exactly what I did. And the semi-driver was shocked. You could tell by the way he was driving. You could tell by the way he kept looking in his window down toward me to try to figure out what the hell just happened and why didn't this girl just hit that boulder and crash? Because he was bracing for it. He was bracing for the repercussions. He saw that boulder just as much as I did. And I went straight through that sucker. Much like my daughter, who is an adult, manipulated time and rendered our vehicle completely invisible to keep a truck with a trailer full of hay from slamming right into the driver's side door and going through the middle of our vehicle and killing us all. I didn't see the truck coming. She did. And she said, no, not today. No, not today. She didn't give up her free will that we were going to die. And she was the witness to it. And what do we know from scientists studying things in the laboratory? We know of the term of the odds of probability changing by how many um, viewers are looking at it or how many people are thinking about its outcome. The odds of probability will change randomly because of there being a viewer or a thinker in its presence. We manipulate time all the time. We just don't realize it. We can jump up, fall back, zigzag, evade, avoid, vanish. I mean, I've done it. Others have done it. There's incredible stories worldwide of people doing amazing, miraculous feats when they're in the right state of mind. Speaking of states of mind, that is where we create. That's how all of that stuff actually works and so much more. Did you know that collective consciousness creates? Most of you do, but you don't really understand the science and the principles behind it. So you're not an active participant. If the majority of us are in fear over the people that in positions of authority or catastrophes happening or whatever, then that's what will happen. 
But if the majority of us are in controlling creator thought states of mind, then we better and more fluidly create a more promising outcome for everyone. <coughs> a few examples of that would be Hurricane Katrina, Fukushima, or the tsunami that happened in 2004 in Indonesia. Hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people sat in front of their TVs or next to radios listening to what someone else was telling them or showing them about these catastrophes that were playing out and thinking the worst, absolutely thinking the worst. We all were, right? Well, the ones that didn't know that our thought creates. What if I told you that all of you onlookers actually participated in creating these events. I'm not saying anything to make you go back. I'm not saying anything to point blame. I'm saying all of it to make a point that you are a creator and that we need to learn this so that we can take control of it properly. Because you see, they know these things about us. And so they know that they can feed all the news outlets, radio stations, satellites, with all of these images of horrifying, fearful things that can take control of us with the help of AI. Take control of us in our thoughts and feed us more fear, fear, fear information, you see, because it's an information news feed. It's a program that they're giving you. So if you're all sitting there looking at Hurricane Katrina happening with no hope, only despair or shock or fear, then that is what results is despair and shock and fear and terrible things that are the fallout from that. But if you were to view this, if you have the, the knowledge and the where for all, wherewithal for using your thought to create you could sit and view something like that happening that you can't get to to do something actionable to help save people you could sit there right in front of your tv set and focus your thought on reversing the damages or making them as small and simplified as possible changing outcomes changing catastrophes to miraculous events happening instead because you are powerful creatures you're very powerful which is why they are so powerful in bombarding you with all of this information overload and there are many out there that are participating in this that are unknowing unwittingly participating in creating more fear and more confusion and more feeling lost and out of control and wondering when we're going to have a savior come and save us when we are who we've been waiting for all along. We are. So I'm going to jump ahead in this video a little bit. 
streaming. And I'm gonna let you listen to this clip real quick. And then there's one more clip from this video and then we're gonna move on to the current affairs of yesterday. And it's like everything's pulling together. And you know, I'll start just by, I wanted to show you something that I've, um, somebody sent me that, uh, Carrie Cassidy is somebody that we interviewed for our film. just pause that for a moment and let it load better. Packing for Mars. And then a couple of years ago, she put a book out called Rebel Gene. And this particular paragraph is very telling. I think it's important to know this information. She says, what's important from the perspective of grasping what is going on is understanding that everything that is operating above ground is ultimately run by and in service to an over and overseen by a group who are creating and building a world that in most cases you and your family are not going to benefit from or even participate in like we were talking right, right. in fact it is becoming obvious the rogue civilization and packing from ours we call them the breakaway civilization is deciding your future without asking or consulting you they're making decisions that concern you every day that you have no vote and no say. They have plans that involve health and well-being of every human being on the planet that are deciding which bloodlines on Earth will live and which will die. In the end, you are the ones to decide. And if you work for these people or organizations, is this what you want? So she's appealing to the people that are inside these organizations because Carrie Cassidy spent so many years interviewing thousands of people that are whistleblowers. And, you know, that's her perspective. Now, we were talking about all these things just earlier. This is like, this is just another confirmation. And this was written a couple of years ago by somebody who's very well versed in all this information for all those people that are just now in the last couple of years starting to wake up. Carrie Cassidy's a, a longtime warrior in the field of, of waking people up and putting this information out. Great, 100%. And so I am directing the same question to you and to all of the people within our close circles who many of you are following who may be unwittingly participating in much of the same is this what you want because inevitably in the end you're helping the dark side by doing these things by sharing fear porn without giving um, a way out of it, for example, or sharing uh, hope without backing it up with fact, because it's creating a lot of confusion for a lot of people. And so, and I'm not here to like target people or make you um, mad at them or stop following them or any of that kind of stuff. I'm not here to ruin anyone's popularity or their fame or their money or any of those things. I am asking all of you as participants of the greatest awakening story of all time. Which side of this do you really want to be on? And which side of this are you actually feeding to? Right? This goes all the way back to the beginning of the first video with the knee-jerk reactions and responses that some people would give out in the heat of the moment rather than being present and being aware and being compassionate and 
moving away from those negativities or those negative reactions or words or whatever. I just want you to think more fully about what's happening. Really think. And then this, he's going to share um, this young lady's beautiful truth that I really want all of you to be aware of. Of something that she just brought out on the 23rd of May, just to show you that even she in Switzerland in her group is 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 wrestling with the same concept. She says, We have a creative power. The way we think, the way we feel, and the way we act determines what we use our creative power for and how strong it is. In our spiritual divine home, we are all loving. We know we can trust everybody. Here on earth, it is not quite like that. There are, th there are also many non-light beings on earth who have incarnated into human bodies. These beings have no conscience and no love. We cannot trust these beings, but exactly these beings now want to strengthen the already existing enslavement that exists on earth even more. From our divine home, we are used to the fact that only those things which we nourish with our creative power, example, by thinking about them, come into our reality, which is what we were saying earlier, right? Mm -hmm. This is true in principle, but there is an exception with regard to the non-light beings. These beings do their things here on earth, even if we don't think about it, even if we do not believe in them. It is them, it is enough for them if they, if people unknowingly join in. In short, if we don't want the non-light beings to be able to carry out their plans, the solution is not that we simply ignore them, but it is that we become aware of what they do and want to do then we can consciously say that we don't want that. We can consciously decide with our creative power that we don't want that reality. And then having done that, we can focus on what we ourselves want, a whole and peaceful world. And that is our biggest and most important task here and now, nurturing this vision and living it more and more in our daily lives. In doing so, it helps us to come together with like-minded people physically, or in spirit. I mean, essentially, she's repeating exactly what we've been talking about for the last six weeks. Which and makes, total, makes total sense because we all get the same downloads. Right. We, I mean, we I've said this and you've said this, this um, the, the teachings of the law of attraction that have been so trivialized and simplified and broken down and detached from the complexity of the subject. Um, the problem here was that you or whoever did it took a, the highest principle and they they kind of left out the whole journey there you know kind of the initiation like you go always through initiation in the enlightenment journey and they brought this highest principle put it down here and said this is all you got to do people nothing else just uh think about something and it's all good but it did not include the journey that is needed there so you would understand how this works in all aspects and facets of life and which is exactly we've talked about this if this were true there should be no uh, child trafficking or or, or you know a, um, sacrifice or ritualistic abuse because these things were completely hidden from the public for centuries and millennia yet they have increased in numbers and yet they've gone worse over time so if that were true that it's you know whatever you put your attention to is automatically created it, it isn't as simple as that there's much more to it and I think her message is beautiful, all-encompassing, um, and a download that many, many people are getting right now. 
Yeah, and it's just saying that, you know, essentially even people in other countries, other cultures that are not in touch, I haven't been talking to her, I know her, but, you know, we haven't been communicating. And it's it's like simultaneously, we are all bringing this information out there. So that's a sign of hope, that it means that, you know, this this like something that was sent to me from some place outside of the field, like outside of my, you know, range. It just came in and there it was another confirmation that we're not alone that there are a lot of people right now that are working with us to try and make this happen in fact we talked about that on some of the earlier shows but here let's close in for that let's go into the interdimensional messages which i think are also always really mind-blowing this is from a group calling themselves the Cassiopians about the coming shift they say the world is now experiencing a parting of the ways between populations that no longer resonate with each other. It is a splitting of the realms. They call it realms, I like that word. A splitting of the collective fields into several smaller fields. Experiential catalysts are pushing people off the fence and forcing them to discover who they really are and what they stand for. Yeah, next. The learning needs of each collective realm could become so contradictory that they can no longer share the same space, the same timeline, the same density. This would lead to a split in the timeline with each major realm taking a different path into the future that best meets the collective learning needs of its inhabitants. What will trigger the tipping point remains to be seen. <laughs> Interesting, right? I mean, what did the Guardian's message just say? Something big is coming something so that we can't even imagine right speaking directly to it right is now it goes go on no isn't it interesting how we have um the age of aquarius you know we have so all from so many levels something is telling us that a big shift is happening and you know you have like uh, the seven realms to heaven the seven doors to heaven I, i could imagine that what this also means is that one section is is moving through this dimensional door because it's ready for it. the other section maybe is staying behind in this realm until it becomes ready and and the thing is that the physical and the non-physical are beginning to merge into conversation and, and so it's becoming uh, increasingly difficult to use language that describes what we're talking about you have to tune in with your higher consciousness you have to actually see the images that these uh messages produce in your mind that's really the power here because they all produce a very similar uh, uh, um, image. So we need to think about the implications here of if we just, you know, so solidify the notion that, okay, there's some people that won't wake up. There's others that will. We can bring them along, right? A lot of people are <clears throat> kind of thinking on those lines with things that you know, some of our loved ones will get left behind or whatever. And um, I want you to just keep in mind that again, that goes back to thought and how we need to control our thought if we want to help people that we love that we can't force to wake up, right? Um, we can look at this from a new perspective and say, instead of having the two timelines, 
the split where some get left behind and the realms separate and we go one way and they go another. If we're not collectively okay with that, what are the implications there? A, some of them get dragged along with us on a new timeline and it still splits. And so there's still some chaos and controversy. Or B, we refocus our thoughts into they will all wake up enough to rise their vibration so that we all go together collectively to this new way of living, this new earth we are creating, if you will. And then they can catch up later with the rest of the learning, right? If we just get them to wake up enough, how do you get them to wake up enough? You see it as if it already exists. You see it to believe it. That's where hopefulness comes into play with creation. You can see it as this outcome, this result, rather than these over here that everyone hands to us. Because just like the girl said, we don't really know what's going to be the tipping point in which way all of this is going to go. I can tell you for sure that in all of my wisdom and knowledge that I came here with, never once was I told through any information, download, or uh, teachings, off-world or on-world, never once was I said or told or suggested to that there could be two timelines that remain. It was always that they funneled down to one. They funneled down to one timeline. So again, maybe a little piece of misinformation in there so that we don't understand how to really focus our thoughts on what the outcome of winning should look like could be because you know I have many family members who are what you would call lower vibrational sleeper sheeple type people they're just not awake or aware yet they're not ready to learn that and I struggled for years with how do I get this point across to them <clears throat> and then I came to the conclusion that you can't force it you can't chuck it down their throats you can't push it on them so let it be hold space for them for who they are and so I did that for a while and now I'm at this higher level of creatorship in my understandings where I know that I, I don't have to just give that choice to where I just leave them there and hold space for them and I'm gonna love them you know regardless if we split and they go into their realm and I'm in mine or not I can bring them with me I can bring them all with me by changing my focused energy into that type of outcome where it all levels out it all balances out and it gives them the time to catch up to where we're at in the game of life and growth and not be left behind because we don't want anyone left behind, right? In school, we didn't want any child left behind. Reagan had that thing, right? No child left behind. 
though some did fall in the cracks and got left behind. But we want to prevent that as much as possible. So in order to prevent those things as much as possible, you have to be intelligent and strategic in your focused thought energy. Be aware, be present in every moment of every piece of information that you are given. And really look at the whole thing and say, okay, do, is this somewhere that I'm giving up free will? Is this somewhere I'm giving up a choice? Because every one of us, every one of our free wills and choices are a vote that counts for one outcome or another. Okay. <clears throat> now on to the current affairs of yesterday. Lots of big things happened yesterday. Roe versus Wade was overturned. Wow. Yeah. And on the same day, Israel made a declaration to the public, they will disassemble their parliament. Wow. Huge. Um, also, British Columbia, I believe it was, made abortion illegal nationwide yesterday the same day that Roe versus Wade was overturned big things big changes big changes we also had a ruling on gun carry permits that it's unconstitutional to force you to apply for a carry permit you are automatically permitted to carry your weapon to defend and protect yourself and others it's part of our constitutional rights and it was ruled in the favor of the people yesterday. This is huge. This is pivotal. This is big league stuff, okay? And then, not only did these things happen, we also had a very interesting um, shot Felt around the world. Right? Remember? The shot that was heard around the world was a quote that many people who follow our favorite letter already knew about to pay attention to. Well, yesterday, early yesterday, or maybe the night before, we had not just one, but two pings of a reverberation that covered the entire planet um, I believe on its equatorial plane if I'm not mistaken that began in Norway and yes that's where CERN is began in Nor Norway and went all the way around the world when it got to the United States it went from the west coast to the east coast in 20 minutes time that's a fast track it was on the move and it went all the way around the planet twice on the seismograph scales that measure the earthquake activity and the, and the movement in the earth like that those charts show like the very pointy type graph these two waves were rounded and arched like scalar waves that went around our planet now, CERN was at 
full power for the last 48 hours. Full power, maximum power, running two beams, but they were trying to collide into each other. They wanted, their goal in doing that was to bring down Earth's magnetic shield so that it was um, defenseless against the sun. And the sun currently has two major uh, solar spots that are planted right directly at the earth, facing the earth. And we're being bombarded with solar flares um, and our shields are down on periodic scales for the past day, day and a half now. Um, our shields keep going down around the planet. And CERN is at full power. And when I say full power, let me just put that in a magnitude of terms for you. We're talking about 7,000 gigawatts or 7 terawatts of electrons, terabolts, that are moving these two waves that are going around the planet. I believe it was that's what caused it was CERN but I also believe that there was some uh, goodwill involved maybe not necessarily by the people running CERN but someone else who was aware that it was running at full power at the time and um, beam one and beam two caused the magnetic field of our planet to collapse. It went to zero. It flatlined several times. These scalar waves that I saw go through our planet are incredible. They made the Schumann resonance scale light up like a Christmas tree on the 4th of July. It was big deal stuff. Big, big deal stuff. Now, the nefarious people would just assume that these prophecies that I brought up to you earlier in the program to be carried out exactly as they're written so that they can just take control. Uh, the more of us that get out of their way and are caught in fear and don't know how to be creators, the better it is for them. So the end times scenario that is in the Bible says that it won't be by flood, but by fire this time um, when the earth is affected and someone once famously quoted this saying he who controls the weather controls the world so definitely the nefarious people should hope to control the weather as we know they do and control how much solar uh, effects bombard us and so forth so that they can control the world but i'm here to tell you that we can control the weather without their technology all of us united are more powerful than 12 serms okay i can part storms for my entire area on my own i can call the rain for an entire location that I'm not even in on my own. 
can create a vortex or call on the wind on my own. And other people can too. It's not just me. Uh, George Norrie on Coast to Coast AM, he does collective uh, meditations, he calls it, focused meditation to like save Texas from their flood or you know, bring water and rain to Australia in your drought or whatever the case may be. He keeps up on the current affairs of the weather modification to fight back. And you can too. Just like me and every other light worker on this planet today regained our shield of our planet, our magnetosphere for protection. You can too. You are that powerful. And it's time that you believe in yourself and what you can do. It's time that you truly believe in God's magnificent powers that were bestowed upon you. Because you are the caretaker of this planet and you know that much. You just don't understand what that really entails. So I and people like me are here to help teach you that so that you can understand it. <clears throat> I want to share um, a couple of these video clips just so that you have an understanding of what it looked like today for our magnetosphere. Don't want the red radiation penetrating our shields. If left alone, they do a pretty good job. You can see at that power yesterday. Look at the bending in the cusp at 2 o'clock. Look at the penetration of that red radiation getting close to the planet. I've seen it, guys, in the past on extreme peaks penetrate way into that black shield that uh, represents our planet. Check this out. Look at that right there, man. Total penetration yesterday at 1603 Universal Time. That's why you're seeing these heat spikes. Even though they're saying it may be 105 or 110, then suddenly you're. Um, we have a small weather station. It, it peaks. That's why. That's why everything's wilting, and it's all this. All of this is happening not because of just grand solar minimum, which our shields are naturally weaker, but this is man-made manipulation, and it is causing crop failure, drought around the world, which is going to lead to the black rider famine. All of the riders are. It appears to be getting ready to move if they are not already so again why are we having a, now a 60 percent chance of a hurricane forming okay, in so the atlantic so you see if the tremendous area of high pressure that's over the atlantic and it's very large if it stays that yeah. strong then it's going to keep that system of tropical development okay so as you can see our magnetosphere shields were down and uh, I think this is this is CERN right here. This shows that CERN was on full blast for the last 48 hours. The electromagnetic circles and that magnetism, like just like on the old color TV tubes in the in the day, controls those beams. So they're constantly working on cooling everything with its cryogenics and fine tuning that beam for the collision. And again. This was early on the 25th, universal time. You can see these spikes, and those correspond if you match the timing on the magnetopause 
which is also universal time, you'll see where those spikes are. Now, let's look at this graph from yesterday. Again, the cusp are... And if you'll notice, um, for all of you who are viewers instead of just listeners, you can see this graph that shows clearly the green is where our Earth's magnetosphere is flatlining. Our top, uh, they're probably at, say, uh, 2 o'clock and uh, 4 o'clock on, on the sun-facing side of the Earth. Energy's coming from the right. We don't want the red radiation penetrating our shields. If left alone, they do a pretty good job. You can see at that power yesterday, look at the bending in the cusp at 2 o'clock. Look at the penetration of that red radiation getting close to the planet. I've seen it, guys. In so this is like visual <clears throat> evidence of the weather wars, the information wars, the temporal wars that we are in currently. Now, I want to just show you a clip from, this is Mr. MBB333, showing the uh, scalar wave pulse that was detected. You look at the, the global seismographs and you're going to see some unusual movement last night and the night before last. A unusual pulse was detected in Norway. A few minutes later, it was detected on the seismographs over here in Wyoming at the Yellowstone Supervolcano Caldera. Last night, there was a pulse detected by the, the seismographs here in the United States. It was first detected in the upper northeastern United States and made its way all across the country and was detected on seismographs over here in the upper northwestern United States. About 15 or 20 minutes later, something traveled through the ground that was detected by seismographs. We're going to come back and take a look at that here in just a moment. And also in this video, I've got a brand new picture slideshow, new Skype and I Okay, so we're gonna get to right here where you can see the Schumann resonance. There we go. Uh, looking at the Schumann resonance, you'll notice last night and the night before last, there was a, a fairly long duration pulse or some sort of energy was detected in the Schumann resonance. And the energy last night was even bigger than the night before. But these kind of coincide with these unusual pulses that I'm going to show you guys that I found on the global seismographs. And just to rule out any solar activity, the planetary K index is quiet right now. That could change at any moment. But there have been no Earth direct solar flares in the last few days but I want to take you guys over to the the USGS seismographs and you're looking at one from Norway in Spitsbergen Norway and this is from the night of June 22nd of 2022 and you can see some unusual lines here in the center of the graph the dark black you see up here was from a 6.1 earthquake that occurred just hours before all of this random energy you see right here and what these are are two pulses of some sort that were detected on a seismograph up in Norway. Well, if we come over to the Yellowstone supervolcano, you're going to see that same pulse was detected at the caldera at the Pelican Cone seismograph. And I'll show you this is in the same time frame as the energy that was detected up in Norway. That is a highly unusual signature on a seismograph at a supervolcano caldera. 
And up here, there was another one, too, at the 2200 hour of June 21st that I didn't get the entire graph because I just noticed it down here. I noticed how this came on. That's not an earthquake signature. That's some sort of a mysterious pulse that coincides with the, the time frame of the one that was detected over in Norway. I don't know the source of this energy, but it is coincidental that we're seeing a lot of heightened activity in the Schumann resonance, and there's also mysterious pulses showing up through the ground. They're being detected by seismographs and they're showing up in the form of mysterious signatures on these seismographs. Now I want to show you what I found in last night's seismograph data. You're going to see a, a pulse, a very small pulse, but nevertheless it's trackable and you can follow it from the, the northeastern United States all the way across the country to the western United States. And we're going to start off here with the seismograph up in Maine, the far northeastern section of the United States. And you can see there's a, a little blip on the radar, if you will. See that signature? That would be around 814 according to this graph. Sometime during the overnight hours last night. See that little pulse? I know it doesn't look like much, but we're going to follow that all across the country. And you're going to see it on various seismographs across the country at various times, but all in consecutive order. Here's another one, same blip, same time frame, same general location up in Connecticut. So something was detected in the upper northeastern part of the United States. Now we're going to go over to Ohio. Go to the 8 o'clock hour, we're going to slide across, blip shows up around 8.17 or 8.18. And you can see that same signature show up in Ohio about three minutes later. So it's around 8.17 it shows up in Ohio. Let's go a little farther to the west. Let's go to Kansas, a little farther west. Take a look at the seismograph here in Cedar Bluff, Kansas. And we'll see if it's on the, the graph here. Go to 8 o'clock, slide over. It shows up on the graph at around 8.23 p.m. Eight minutes later, it took to travel from Ohio to Kansas. So let's go a little farther west. We're going to go to Montana. Eight o'clock. Slide across. And it shows up in Montana between 30 and 40. That would be 8.30 and 8.40. And see when it showed up? Around 8.32 so it took a few more minutes to get all the way over here to Montana. Let's go up to Washington. Here we go, state of Washington. Looking for this little blip on the radar, if you will. It's a blip on the seismograph. There's the 8 o'clock hour. We're going to slide across. Shows up in Washington at 8.38 and lasted for about the same amount of time, about 10 minutes. So we just followed some sort of a bizarre pulse all the way from Maine to the state of Washington from 814 to 834. It took about 20 minutes to travel all the way across the country from the upper northeast all the way across to Washington. So whatever that was, it's of mysterious origins. It coincides with a couple of very strong signatures detected in the Schumann resonance that lasted a lot longer than 10 minutes. I think this was something much different. The night before last, something was detected in Norway. Just a recap here. Two poles. Now, did you hear what he said? He thinks that they were something much different. This is the one that come from Norway the one that shows up on the Schumann that went across the United States that was trackable on the other graphs was the next day. And what I have to say to you there is moves and counter moves. Now, as a light worker, part of my job is to monitor the planetary grid and the energies of the planet. And we do so regularly. 
we are always checking in with the Schumann Resonance Scale to monitor our level of uh, effect on the planet, along with other collect, you know, the collective energy of it, not just one person, the collective energy of it. Um, we also have good guys who have really great technologies, um, Tesla technologies that are assisting us in our efforts. And um, some of you follow those people closely who have those things. And I firmly believe that when the shields of the planet went down, um, when CERN went full power, that the good team was aware of that or made aware of it and immediately went into action um, as well as people like myself who intuitively knew that we needed to do something big immediately it was like an urgent message that that we received that says do something now and so effectively we all went into action protecting the shields of the planet and replacing the magnetosphere and then um, I started looking and researching, which is how I obtained all these different video clips to share with you all for this show. And so I wanted to show that uh, that's part of those efforts that we um, take part in, participate in, in order to find out exactly what's going on, who's doing what, and why did we just get this download or this message, right? Um, to, to be actionable when we are called to duty, if you will. Um, and so <clears throat> I wanted to show you some visuals on this and I want to let you into my world and what I know and I'm aware of um, in order for you to better understand this world and what to know and be aware of, right? And so moves and counter moves is what I want to say to you. And I want to ask you, when do you become a team player if you are not already? What team are you really cheering on and playing for? Possibly unaware and unknowingly and unwittingly attributing to their outcome um, being what wins. I would ask you to be present, be aware, and use your focused minded thoughts. I ask you, do we let them manipulate us and our planet any further? Yes, we know they have weather modification capabilities. We know they have um, monitoring systems in place to monitor all of us and to, you know, keep us from saying certain things but they can't stop you from actionably creating with your thoughts if you know how to take control of them that's something that they cannot stop they can't if you know who you are if you know how to embrace that and use that nothing can stop this nothing nothing that they can try to dream up could be a challenge or an obstacle to you in any way shape or form it's all about perspective ladies and gentlemen it's all about perspective 
if you know who you are, then you also know that believing is seeing instead of seeing is believing because you will see it later. If you believe it now, you will, regardless of what it is. That's a fact. It's not just me talking or a group of us talking. That's a fact. Whatever you believe, you will see. It's a fact. So if you believe that they can defeat us because they have technologies that say so, that's your fact. But if you believe that it doesn't matter what technology they have because no man-made materialized object could surpass God-given technology that's within you, then we win. Hands down, we win. So I would ask that we all learn who we are in order to unite in our power and energy and to put our shields, all of them, back up, all of our defenses, and protect our planet and our people. Protect our crops, protect our foods, all of it. And all it takes is thought to create. We can protectively create shields and all sorts of wonderful things to defeat the enemy if you simply understand thyself. <clears throat> it's pertinent. I would ask of you also to just think for a moment. Did the prophets of the Bible and other great works prophecy specific outcomes merely for you to brace for impact or did they prophecy and write it down in hopes that someone would see it and have the eyes to see it and the ears to hear it and to know that they could change it right like I've often asked What's the point of being psychic and having premonitions if we can't change the outcome from knowing something in advance? And the answer to that is there would be no point. It's not just to tell you to buckle up and brace for impact. It's to tell you to buckle up and step into your full power and manifest and create in the proper outcome for the event rather than you know holding your breath closing your eyes hoping for the best so i'm going to close by starting with my intent mantra to remind you once again how powerful you are my mind is calm I am connected to spirit. Spirit flows through me. I will release all anger, grief, and guilt. I will take time to think and to listen to myself and my guides. I will remain calm and centered, even through chaos. I will allow spirit to flow through and guide me. That's your intuitive mind. I will project positive energy 
to the universe and receive its gifts in turn. I will increase my powers of healing and perception. I will use these powers to benefit myself and others. I will open myself to love and prosperity as our choice. That's our choice. Not giving in, not bracing for impact. I will open myself to love and prosperity and I will invite them into my life. My mind is calm. I am connected to spirit and spirit flows through me. Stand in your power, ladies and gentlemen. Own your power, your God-given power. And let's take back our control. It's multifaceted, but it doesn't have to be exhausting or seem overwhelming or daunting because thought travels so much faster than the speed of light that we could literally take care of all of it in a day. In a day. We could cover every base, every major base in a day, every major pop. Thought is that powerful. And that fast. I want you to know your power. I want us all to be truly free. I want us all to truly live this life, this physical life, for our highest good and the highest good of this planet, as it was meant to be. Because on this journey, we are all here to awaken our inner truths. We walk the same path, yet no two stories are the same. We are connected as one through our collective consciousness. Although every single sacred soul is uniquely individual. I deeply honor your soul energy. This path I know is challenging, but you've been put here at this very moment in time because of your wisdom your courage, and your strength. It's all for the greater good of humanity and our precious Mother Earth. And you know it. On some level within you, you already know that. Ascension means changing us to change the future timeline. One where our children and our children's children will actually know a world of harmony and balance and of thyself. We paved the way for all here on earth and for all creation of life. It truly is a very special moment to be alive. And with all of our intentions set together for love, respect, peace, harmony, balance, safety, abundance, protection, good will prevail. I thank you for being a part of the greatest stories of truth and unity that will be told in future generations for eons to come. And I thank you for joining me and tuning in once again. And until next time, be well and be blessed in love and light.